Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. It's a new month and a new theme at the Gals Guide Library, and this month we are talking about culinary gals. It's such an interesting topic for us because eating is very intrinsic to our human survival, but it has so many through lines with femininity, but also with connection and innovation and art. So I'm just like super excited to be hungry throughout this entire month. (laughs) So let me introduce the gal pals that I would take to brunch every day of the week, like every day, y'all. Okay. I'll do that. Yes. I'm good there. I'm good with that. Every day. See? And they're already (laughs) ready for it. So I love this. Okay. So first up, it's my hands down, no competition, favorite baker and chef in the entire world. Uh, She is the only one that I beg to make my birthday cake every year. And it's Katie Young, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Thank you. So Katie, tell the good people about your amazing bakes. I mean, about yourself. You know, actually, I was thinking before coming here, I literally have a burn on my arm from making dinner the other night, so right. I don't know that I am such a that gifted means, culinary expert. No, it means it's a warm wound. It's a wound. I have no cooking wounds. You know, I've actually been kind of obsessed with my Instapot lately, but that's what did me wrong this week. Oh. I did some sautéing. There's no temp mm. control, folks. Be careful. This is true. When that onion hits that oil splatter. Is the Instapot the one that also does the Tetris-like noises? Like you're playing Pac-Man with your food and it makes the weird... Okay. All right. All right. Josh makes rice in that thing. satisfying. We do that sometimes, too. It's it's pretty handy. A lot of people are scared of them, though, so I feel very daring. See. Because, I mean, the new pressure cooker is... You're you're pretty safe. Yeah. The way your grandma did it, you could blow stuff up. Right. Right. cooking um and culinary things and it's definitely a topic that's near and dear to my heart so i'm looking forward to this month yay i feel like we're in your wheelhouse this month mm-hmm, and right? it's exciting Aww. <laughs> i dig it all right well next up she provides a seed library here at the gals guide library and i can't <laughs> wait to see what her garden grows this year Aww. see what i did there with the little kids nursery room it's bonnie fillenworth everybody yay! So, Bonnie, tell the good people all about yourself. And if that includes everything that's in your garden right now, that's fine. (laughs) Right now, the only thing in in my garden is garlic. Yum. You plant that in here, like, September. Okay. And then you pick it 4th of July. Right. But I have have already started some seeds. Uh, Oh. I also love how I automatically said right. Like, I know when you pick garlic. I don't. (laughs) But you've already started to pick seeds. I just want to know if you're going to end up with the garlic where the cloves as big as your hand, because I want that in my life. The elephant garlic? Those things are, they're, like, technically not garlic, which is what's crazy about They're, like, like a shallot or something. Oh. Like, okay. they're technically not... I haven't gotten... I've heard of that on cooking shows. The elephant mm-hmm. garlic. But I'll have to send you a picture oh. of... We grow... Is it music garlic? We grow big ones. Nice. Oh. I like, just need the big ones. Save they're one like for that. Katie. Yep. Katie will make yep. something amazing Because we are very yep. much of, like, when the recipe says three cloves of garlic, we're like, eh, how about ten? That's fine. <laughs> right? What about... We don't... 
don't want any vampires. So to you're be definitely so overestimate. Cooking mm-hmm. with your garlic scrapes, right? Oh yeah. Okay, good. We good, do good. a big old stir fry with the garlic scrapes. Yes. Okay. See, guys, I get too excited. I know. I'm loving this already. I feel like I've already like learned so many things. Exactly. They're like little. It's like the it's the the flower stem of the plant that comes up. Okay. But you don't want your garlic to flower because then it won't concentrate on the little bulbs. So I do know. Cut it. Oh, got it. Okay, there you go. And then uh, Josh was talking like about a, something about you can't let them flower, and yeah, I'm like, going, they flower things. <laughs> but then it's it's kind of like a green onion, oh. but it tastes like garlic. Oh. And we chop it up and put it in stir fry. <gasps> Yum. I buy it at the farmer's market because I don't have Bonnie's gift for growing. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you two could trade your talents and mm-hmm. learn from each other mm-hmm. and then rule the world. There and we Barb and I will just eat everything we will. that, we will. you know, that you partake in. Uh, which is an excellent segue because next up is Barb and she is a First timer on the show, so we're trying to be really Yay! good. <laughs> but she has been with Gals Guide since our opening days, so Barb totally knows our crazy. I think she likes it. I think so. I'm okay. getting used to it. Okay, you guys <laughs> kind of grow on me. We do. We're like a yeah. fungus. Right. Oh wait. Uh, <laughs> but Barb is hands down one of our favorite people on Definitely. the planet. Yes. So give a wonderful welcome to Barb Conlon. Yay! Thank you much. Thank you much. <laughs> so Barb, tell all the good people all about yourself. So I have been hanging out here for a few years yes. and kind of taken the, the backseat volunteer route. Then I came on staff and joined the board uh, and this is my first podcast so Woo-hoo! first of many yes so I, it's fun. I brought <laughs> I brought some liquid courage and everything will be just fine yes exactly <laughs> you're in good hands I don't know I think she'll become addicted to podcasting mm-hmm. I know right and then she'll be like I want to be on know, every I really, episode I do really like the you know, mm-hmm. it's I'm nice I'm sure that this is get up. Isn't make it? My hair make sure you take a <laughs> selfie later. Because we forget to take pictures because we're so, so focused on the show. <laughs> no, we just serious. honestly forget to take pictures. Uh, so as for me, I am Dr. Leah Leach. I'm the executive director of Gals Guide. And I watch more cooking competition shows than I bake or cook, by the way. I finished last night The Big Brunch. That's the one that has Dan Levy in it. It's on HBO Max and... I was loving it, but I hit the last episode, and now oh. I I would like somebody else to watch it so we can discuss. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. But there's also probably going to be quite a few food puns during this whole, like, episode recording month, and I'll, like, kind of get stuff, because I can't help myself, <laughs> and I apologize ahead of time. <laughs> so before we dip into nice. this week's episode, see? See how it's starting already? Uh, Here's what is happening at the Gals Guide Library for this week. So for February 6th through the 12th, submissions are now open for the Gals Guide Art Show. And our theme this year is literally inspired. So we are looking for artwork, photography, and sculpture, and even uh, fabric arts. Somebody was asking if we take fabric Mm -hmm. arts. uh, That is inspired by books, poetry, and media of all kinds. So the deadline is February 15th. Send in a picture and fill out the form of your artwork for the March show. On Wednesday, February 8th, the Writer's Galaxy Space is open for writers to drop in and be writerly, starting at 4.30 p.m. in line, in line, online, and in-person <laughs> options are available. Martinis are tonight. Uh, so on Saturday, we have three events. Holy cow. So the first one is at 9 a.m., and it is Walking Club. 
If the sidewalks are safe, join us for a stroll around Noblesville. Keep an eye on our social media just in case uh, the weather gets uh. uh then at 10 a.m. online, we have our Tara Circle, and we are doing a book study where we're learning about the five female Buddhas called Daikinis. So register for the Tara Circle and get that Zoom link at galsguide.org. Then at 2 p.m. of your gloriously, you know, Gals Guide-infused day, head over to the Noblesville Public Library because we're getting crafty making book cakes and book roses with that's right i love paper so we're hosting this in appreciation for library lovers month Mm, which i didn't know was a thing (laughs) it's a good thing it's a good thing i know right so then on sunday i think we're all most excited about this particular day because february 12th it is our sold out galentine's goddess brunch y'all so if you've got tickets you are so extremely lucky uh we also just can't wait to see everybody there it's gonna be awesome so for all this information and more go to galsgod.org and click on the calendar and so now in a very weird twist of events <laughs> katie are you ready to go first <laughs> everybody at home is going what i know what, what is what even happened? happening right but this is like it's so kind I of katie's month. purposely <laughs> researched somebody that had a birthday in early february yes so i could take bonnie's position yes. as first <laughs> yes podcaster of the month. I can see you going, you know what? I know that you've created 17 different beautiful restaurants, but your birthday is not in February. Right. So good day to you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> we we arm wrestled and I lost. So yeah, it was, was epic. Was it arm wrestling or mud wrestling? <laughs> I know. It was both, but we didn't film either of them. <laughs> Talk about a fundraising event. No. This was a challenge for me to narrow down because this oh, is yeah. an interest field of mine. Um, but I was kind of thinking like when my interest sparked, and it was when I left home, went to college, uh, and had to make my own food. <gasps> yes, very so, true. And at home, um, we ate a lot of frozen swan meals. We mm-hmm. ate hamburger helper. We ate out. Yeah. So I did not really get much culinary skills growing up. Um, so, of course, I turned to the Food Network, yes. as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and instantly, one of my absolute favorite shows was watching Ina Garten. Garten. Oh, yeah. I remember The Barefoot her. Contessa. You yes. guys remember her? Yeah. Oh, yes. She had that delicious ascente. <laughs> <laughs> That was just lovely to listen to. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. She is lovely. Um, so I'm going to be introducing you to her and telling you a little bit about her life. Yay. She was born on February 2nd. <gasps> Look at that. That's right what? around the time of the releasing of this episode. Exactly so. <laughs> it's Groundhog Day. Oh, like, oh, Groundhog Day. Yeah. Oh. Look at that. Love Random it. trivia. <laughs> so she was born in Brooklyn, um, okay. but she was raised in Stanford, Connecticut. Uh-huh. And she was uh, raised, she has one sibling, a brother an older brother, um, and both of her parents were, were career-oriented people. Her dad was a doctor, mom was a dietitian, um, so they had a real focus on education in their house, mm-hmm. which is awesome, but she was actually discouraged from cooking <gasps> and being in the kitchen because they wanted her to focus on her studies. Sure, mm. but being discouraged from anything. Yeah. I mean, sounds I, fun. Okay, yes. <laughs> I think she was just always, she's a very, very smart, savvy lady, so I yeah. think really she just always wanted to engage her mind. Yeah. And she may yeah. have had an interest, but I don't think she felt like, I don't know. I don't think she felt like it was missing. Right. I think kind of like me, it was after she left home and realized, oh, I have to make food that I can eat, that she kind of fell in love with making food. Right, Cooking and exploring that. Um, Cute. So one of the cutest things about Ina is her marriage and partnership with Jeffrey. 
her oh, husband. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey. Yes. It, <laughs> in 2023. Not, not Jeff. Jeffrey. 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 I like, Jeffrey. I like Jeffrey. it. Very royal sounding. <laughs> one of her, one of her cookbooks is called Cooking with Jeffrey. Oh. Or Cooking for Jeffrey. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Cooking gotcha. For, she cooks for Jeffrey, guys. That's fair. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that as much. <laughs> no, actually, you're going to love Jeffrey. Um, because they have they have a beautiful partnership that's very equal. Good. And awesome. I think as we've talked on this podcast about women, um, we frequently have seen people that were fortunate enough to check to pick partners that they really had a 50-50 relationship yeah. with. Uh, they yeah. really thrived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I can't even remember who said it, but there was a quote about how the most important thing you can do is what the partner you pick. Yep. It mm. might have been Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Was it? Because their okay. romance, their love, Very and their right. was so balanced yeah. and Pretty so lovely. Normal. It might have been. I could be very much wrong. Show notes. But yes. That's I my should guess. know since I talked about her last month. It's totally Maybe fine. that's why that it's was, in my mind. It was a lot of drinks ago. ago. But yes. <laughs> right. It was a month ago, guys. Yes. Um, but their relationship is so sweet. Did I already say in December it's 55 years for them? No. no. 55 oh, years. Very nice. Oh. This coming December. That's amazing. Yes. Um, so when Ina was asked who her dream dinner guest would be, she said her husband, Jeffrey. Oh. Yes. Um, they met when Ina was visiting her brother at Dartmouth College. Sweet. Where Jeffrey was attending. Um, I read something that said Ina was 15. Oh. And then I read something that said she was 16, but... She was a high schooler. I like it, though. Um, But Jeffrey is actually only two years older than her. Okay. So he spotted her across campus um, and asked somebody about her and then started writing her love letters. Aw, that's the cutest. Yes. And they started dating um, and got married when she turned 20. Gotcha. There you go. I think he had just graduated um, from college and she was starting at college. Gotcha. Um, But after they got married, she decided to drop out of college um, and take care of Jeffrey and and be kind of a housewife. Mm -hmm. Um, But eventually she did go back and it was Jeffrey that encouraged her to go and finish her degree and pursue that. Nice. Very nice. So she said that when people ask the secret of their relationship, she says, it's the simplicity of our life and that we are just take care of each other. Take care of each other. I think I just I'm starting to write Bonnie's vows now. Well, not vows, but the you know what I mean. It's like I'll take care of each other. I mean, if you want to write them for me, this is fun. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> right. Um. So they did a little bit of traveling when they were first married. He was actually in the military. He signed oh, okay. up and he did a tour of Vietnam for four years. Oh wow! But so he during came that back, time, so... yep, yep. Wow. And during that time, she was alone a lot, mm-hmm. um, and she was living near the base. And she saw this little airport and decided, "This is my Bonnie fun fact." I wrote that on my paper. Oh, Bonnie yes. fun fact. Oh, nice. nice. Um, <laughs> so she saw this little airport and wanted to become a pilot. Oh take flying lessons. Why not? Nice. So she went over to it and she, you know, said her interest and they said, well, we don't have anybody here that can teach a woman oh, how to fly mm-hmm. a plane. Oh my gosh. Right? This you is make sure your uterus is strapped in real nice. <laughs> don't want that roaming around, <laughs> falling out of the plane like it do. Right. <laughs> and her response to them was, well, find somebody who can. Yes. Nice. Good for her. And she got her pilot's license. Nice. Oh, she has a pilot's license. She does. I don't think she's flown it since It doesn't matter. Then. But I don't have did. a pilot's license, so like kudos. <laughs> um, so after he was done in the military, Jeffrey, um, they decided to go to Europe. Uh, they bought ninety nine dollar tickets to France, 
and a what? book called How to Live in France for $5 a Day. Oh, my, oh my mm. gosh. <laughs> That's a dream. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh. I can't um, buy $99 tickets to go anywhere. I know, right? There used to be ones to Vegas, and they yeah, don't even no, do those anymore. Do so I think this was still the 70s. But. All right. Still, it's living the dream. <laughs> she said, we bought a car in Paris and spent four months camping in a Daglo orange tent that you couldn't stand up in. You had to get out of the tent to put your blue jeans on. I don't know what the other campers saw. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot confirm, no deny. Right. <laughs> so it was actually while she was in um, France that she fell in love uh, with the French cuisine. Mm. <laughs> right. That checks out, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> she said it was often a struggle with their $5 a day budget. Um, so at one point, somebody at a campsite next to them um, gave them some food and shared, oh. and it was the coque avin, which oh. translates to chicken and wine. I was going to say, yes. Barb, Barb's yes. been to the, to the, to the con- I was going to say to the continent. It's France. She's been <laughs> continental. <laughs> I've had coque avin mm-hmm. there. Yes, nice. and it, it was dreamy, right? Dreamy, dreamy. Well, especially when you're in France eating it, right? Oh, definitely yeah. dreamy, yeah. right? Yes, yes. jealousy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Ina said that she thought it's the most delicious thing I've ever eaten in, in my life. I need to know how to make this. Um, so after their time in Europe, they came home. Um, and she started working her way through Julia Child's mastering the art of French. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. There you right? go. Nice. Um, she said that Julia Child is one of her biggest culinary inspirations because she really taught me how to cook through her cookbooks. And I would say that Julia Child is very much similar to her story where Julia Child said uh, before she went to France, she just ate, mm-hmm. but she never really enjoyed food until she went to, to France. And it sounds very similar to uh, to her story. So yeah. I love that. Mm. Yeah. So and when they got back, she wasn't just cooking all the time. Um, she actually had completed her degree. I didn't read this specifically, but I would guess she finished it while Jeffrey was in Vietnam. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah. she had it. She had graduated. And she started working um, in Washington, D.C. at the White House Office of Management and Budget. Oh, So she nice. got a business degree. <laughs> yes, right? Yes. So she worked under both Gerald Ford and Jimmy Carter to help write the nuclear energy budget. Ooh. Wow. So, like I said, very intelligent lady. Yes. Um, so she's cooking all the French cooking. Yeah. She's working for the man. Yeah. And she also renovated old houses. Oh. During this goodness. time. Wow. Well, I love her. Yeah, right? right? Exactly. What? I want to know her. Living the dream. Exactly. <laughs> I don't remember what Jeffrey was doing at this time, but he's like an economics guy. Um, and he worked somewhere in D.C. And then he ended up working at universities. Okay. So I don't know. Who cares about Jeffrey? It's <laughs> just like, she's running around. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> no, but it's, it's beautiful, though. They both, like, worked in D.C. And then um, she, because of her passion for cooking, they would entertain all the time. And they would have people over, and she would cook uh, for people. Oh, um, nice. She told this story about <laughs> how she, she actually is a very nervous cook. And she follows directions very precisely. And she wants mm-hmm. to make sure she can do it you know, how she wants it to come out. Right, right. So during this time that she's, you know, learning from Julia and she's throwing mm-hmm. these parties, she said she used to make the meal on Monday, mm-hmm. serve it to Jeffrey. Oh. <laughs> adjust. To like right, adjust. adjust. And she would make it again on Wednesday. Oh, oh Serve God. it again. Oh, my goodness. And then make it for the weekend party. Oh, I mean, you, goodness. you do become very good at a dish. Right. But hot oh, damn. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. 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 So... 
while she's doing all of this, um, she gets to a point where she decides it's really not interesting or fun anymore and it's not what she wants. Okay. Um, so she saw this advertisement for a gourmet food store that was for sale in the Hamptons. Mm. And she told Jeffrey, I want to move to the Hamptons. I want to move to New York, <laughs> buy this shop, um, yeah, and know. run it. Yeah. Why not? Right? So she yeah. used the money from renovating old houses um, and bought that shop. Huh. And Jeffrey was just like, okay. God love him. All right? Um, right I right, told you. Right. <laughs> Sweet. So the Barefoot Conatessa comes from um, this small specialty food store she bought. It was already oh, called okay. the Barefoot Conatessa. Oh. Um, and it was named that after a movie starring Ava Gardner and Humphrey Bogart. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So, she, but, and um, Ina loved the name. Yeah. But she said to her what it really meant was that it's both elegant and earthy. Yes. Very nice. So that's yeah. how she connected with it. That makes sense. Um, I read that as of 2006, she still had never watched the movie. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if COVID changed things, if she got some movie watching done, but. Sweet, yes. Um, yeah. So she bought it in 1970. Okay. By 1985, she had grown the store to seven times its original size. She oh. had purchased a different property wow. and mm. grown it into Expanded. this giant gourmet food store. They would oh. cater. Um, people going to the Hamptons for the weekends would pick things up. So um, she did sell it in 1996 to some people that worked there with her, okay. but she kept the building. Oh. So it stayed open, and it has lots of connections in the foodie world to people from New York, and lots of people have gone through there and worked. Lots of celebrities. It's a favorite of um, Steven Spielberg. Oh, mm. Steven. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, that's, another, that's another discussion. <laughs> right. And then I have my Leah fact. Yes. The store was actually featured on Nancy Meyer's Something's Gotta Give. Oh, it was. Wow. Well, was it the kitchen or just the store itself? The store. Well, oh. oh, the store itself. Okay, because Nancy Myers through a little grocery groceries. store. Okay, because Nancy yeah. Myers is like you talked about her on the podcast. Yeah, with her She's famous for kitchens, but interiors and kitchens. So. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. That was the Jack Nicholson, Diane mm-hmm. Keaton one. Okay, all right. Sweet. Yeah, I made sure you watch that for <laughs> Christmas. Sweet. There you go. Nancy Meyer's fun. Thank you for the fun fact. <laughs> You're welcome. So no one told me about fun facts. I don't Wait, this have... is a brand new thing that has just happened in 2023. Yes, Katie invented this Once I read these things, I'm like, Bonnie needs to know about pilot's license. Lee needs to know about, license, <laughs> yep. know about, about Nancy Meyer. Nice. I do nice. not have a barb fun fact. I'm it's okay. That's all right. That's all right. I'll make okay. one. There you mm-hmm. go. Yes. <laughs> on, on Off the cuff. <laughs> Barb's fun fact <laughs> is that... <laughs> I like it. <laughs> After she sold her store, yeah. she started writing her first cookbook. <gasps> oh, there it is. That's a yeah, I'll take that. I'll there take you that. go. So sold so, the store and started writing a cookbook. Right. Ah. And she and her publishers um, had no idea that it was going to be such a huge success. Because it was huge. Right. The first initial run, they made 5,000 copies of the Barefoot Conatessa cookbook. Yeah. Um, Plus an extra 15000 the publisher ordered in advance because of strong press engagement, and they sold out almost immediately. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. And I don't – I remember I, – like, I was not paying attention to cookbooks, but I remember yeah. hearing about it, and then I remember hearing that she got her own show. Right. So – and. Are those close together? I will. Well, I, I will let you continue to tell the right. story. I felt like they were close together. I believe so. Okay, but it I also could so. just be my memory was very, you know, <laughs> no, linked them together. Tell you the truth, I'd have to like look through Wikipedia real quick because I can't remember where we're overlapping. But gotcha. basically, she's made a splash with her store. Yeah, she's made connections. Um, I wish I knew more about this, but I wasn't able to find it. But it really sounds like um, 
Martha Stewart kind of took her under her wing. Oh, okay. So she learned a lot from Martha Stewart. And she had a, I think she even wrote and did some features for maybe her magazine or different things she did. Like Martha Stewart living. Dipped her toes in. That makes Um, sense. And then, and she was approached many times to do a show. Yeah. And wasn't interested Mm -hmm. um, and kept putting it off. And finally, what made her go ahead and do the show is, I believe, um, it was a, I'm trying to remember, but I I think it was a particular, like, uh, cinematographer or, you know, person behind the camera was free to shoot it. And Ah. she had liked another show they had done, and they agreed to let her do it at home to make it more intimate, and she could just invite her friends over to eat Mm. and all of that. Oh. That's kind of how that came about. There you go. That makes sense. yeah, so her first cookbook, uh, Sleeper Hit. Mm-hmm. Since then, um, she's come out with 12 cookbooks and sold millions of copies. She's That's been crazy. on wow. the New York Times bestsellers list with her cookbooks. Oh, my goodness. Twice. Yes. She is also, for the Barefoot Contessa, won four Emmy Awards. Oh, for nice. the show. Nice. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And in 2018, she won a James Beard Foundation Award for the Barefoot Contessa Back to Basics. Oh, yay. So... Super successful yes. lady. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, see, I'm reading to you guys from the fun facts, so it may not okay. feel very storyline. No, it's fine. It's so fine. I'm going to throw mm, you something random. Yeah. Um, but I think this is also really cool and speaks to how she was able to accomplish a lot of this. Yeah. Um, when asked about having children, because yeah. she does not have any children, she and Jeffrey. Gotcha. Um, she said, it was a choice I made very early. We decided hmm. not to have children. I really appreciate that other people do, and we'll always have friends that have children that we are close to. I really felt, I feel that I would never have been able to have the life I've had. So it's a choice, and that's the choice I made. Yeah. There you go. I thought that was really cool. I love that. I think it's something we all need to embrace and lean into more. Oh, yeah. Not for everybody. It is not for everybody. But people have a real default, especially after people get married, to, oh, well, when are you going to have the kids? I wonder how many times they asked Jeffrey that question. (laughs) Right? This is true. Good (laughs) Jeffrey. It's nice that there's a sweet Jeffrey, because every time I say Jeffrey, it just it seems like I'm reprimanding Jeffrey. 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 <laughs> it seems so formal. <laughs> it does. Um, so, Ina's favorite restaurant is Café de Flore in Paris. Ooh. Did you eat there, Barb? I was going to say, Barb, did you go I, there? I do not believe I did. Okay, all right. The there's a few restaurants in, in Paris, Yes, so. yes. <laughs> Um, she says when she goes, she always gets an omelet and a glass of champagne, calling it the perfect French dinner. Nice. Oh, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> right? Yes. So I do adore that Ina's all about the cocktails. Yeah. Um, I don't know if some of the, the younger people out there will really know who she is. They might recognize her from her memes. Oh, oh my gosh, she's a meme? I, oh, there's so many oh, Ina I memes need, out there. I need there. to find myself. There's so many <laughs> Ina memes, and oh. I wanted to share one of my absolute favorites, yes. um, and I'll have to give it okay, to good. you for, for um, yeah. show notes. For show notes, exactly. But you know, one of her slogans is, she'll tell you to homemade make something, and then she'll yeah. say, um, but if you can't make your own, store-bought is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of my all-time favorites oh, is no. a picture of her, and it says, if you can't make your own serotonin, store-bought is fine. <laughs> oh, and I absolutely... Oh, that is that- perfect. Nice. Super yes. love okay. that one. There. Now I can fine. see why it is totally a meme trick, because you, right. you could intermix a lot of stuff on that. I know. And that my other lovely. favorite um, pop culture Ina thing is when they talk about her on 30 Rock, mm-hmm. and Tina Fey is idolizing her life and says that she wants a life like Ina's, um, where her husband, because Jeffrey, mm-hmm. he goes to the city and works on the weekends. She stays in the Hamptons, and, <laughs> Hamptons, and he just comes home on the weekends. Oh, there you go. And she makes him mm-hmm. dinner. So, 
That's so funny. That does right? sound like that a, does sound a very little bit interesting like a, life. Well, it's so funny yeah. because I think if you talk to uh, newlyweds, anybody seven years mm-hmm. and under, they're going to hate that. They're like, what? But anybody married seven years and older, they're mm-hmm. like, now wait, explain this to me. <laughs> right. and, and how do this I sign this up? Is this is an option? Right. This, this I can missed happen. that. I didn't yeah. understand that was an option. Where was that box <laughs> right. that I could check? Was that on a marriage license? Right. I can't remember. <laughs> so. Perfect. That's all I have to share with you guys about Ina. That's amazing. I love it. it. Throw a little it. bit of her story and some fun facts about her. Oh, I love it. Very and very I fun. love that now that you've tied in the fun facts for uh, right? for each mm-hmm. of us now. So. Bring it, guys. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. no pressure. Yeah, I do that every time. Oh, no. Continuing happening again and again. No, it doesn't yeah, I can't, to at all. I can't bow to that pressure on my first visit. <laughs> so I'm, I'm holding that to the next visit. That is, that is totally <laughs> fine. that fair? Look at, wait, she's already saying next visit, y'all. Oh, no. <laughs> I, well, which one are you coming We've got her. for? I, I think I'm coming for poetry. Is there a poetry month? Yes, there is a poetry month. So coming I think, up. Uh, I think that's what I'm coming back Yay! For. Look at that. I just love hearing that when I come back. I mean, it's like, yay, we didn't scare people. I shouldn't commit. I should wait till it. Yeah, there's, no. first. there's a few more episodes. Nope, you're good. You're okay. good. All right. You're already committed. <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as the Gals Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Galsguide patron today. Thanks for listening.